Hello, I'm Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. I hope you guys all had a wonderful weekend. Halloween's tomorrow, right around the corner. We got Broncos heading to KC tonight. We saw the Ravens blow out the Dolphins on Thursday. And then we had a quadruple header yesterday. Got up early and watched four games in a row, or four sets of games in a row. Starting with the Vikings beating the Browns 33-16. Cleveland hung around for a while. Um, there, there's so many receivers, man. I mean, I just feel so bad for Kaiser. Like it's an impossible situation for him almost. I mean, it, it, with, with the way they play offense and no receivers and yanking them in out of the lineup and against a really good defense it I would say that the Vikings were a little flat to begin this game, but, um, they're good. <laughs> you know, I mean, Diggs is back. Thielen's really good. They're running the ball. Well, defense is exceptional. Should Keenum stay the starter? No matter what. I mean, you guys know I'm not a big Bridgewater fan. I am a big Bradford fan. Sounds like it's more likely that Bridgewater is healthy sooner than Bradford. But do you make the change? Is that an improvement? I don't know. Keenum's been playing pretty well, and they have a winning formula. Yeah, it was against the Browns, but they're 6-2 and two with a backup quarterback. And the, you know, rookie of the year type running back gone. And digs in and out of the lineup. It's a good team. I mean, a nice win overseas. Vikes are in real good shape. Raiders lost 34-14 to in Buffalo. Turnovers. I mean, it's almost, the Raiders are disappointing. The Bills have a very distinct formula. A lot of McCoy, and he was great in this game. And the Raiders' defense is a problem. And they don't travel across country all that well. And the, the Bills are 5-2. They're 4-0 at home. Win the turnover battle. They did that in a big way. Um, Well-designed offense, but don't put a lot out. I mean, it's not a real in-depth type of offense. Taylor's been playing really well and making quite a few plays, which is big. Defense is really solid. I mean, they trade Darius, and they just keep dumping guys, and they keep winning. You know, they're going to have a lot of draft capital. Good foundation being built here. They're probably going to win too many games to get what they really want. Um, but, man, they're play, they're hard to play against. They have a very distinct formula. I wonder if it's over for the Raiders. I mean, they're at 3-5. Tough division, but an easy conference. Yeah, I guess they could get it back together, but they're highly disappointing. Team that has been highly disappointing, the Colts, almost pulled the upset off in in Cincinnati. I mean, the Bengals win this one 24-23 uh, and really needed that Dunlap pick six at the end of the game to make that happen. You know, that uh, I thought they would roll. Jack Doyle was like kind of the main dude here. Um, there's been a lot of talk, and maybe tomorrow we'll have to talk about this a lot, but if Colts are putting everyone on the trade block, I would think Moncrief could go, Vernon Davis, there's talk about Hilton. I don't know if Hilton, how happy is Andrew Luck if they trade Hilton? I, I, I don't think that one makes as much sense. Um, Dalton was fine. You know, Gore was okay. Mack got involved. He scored. You know, there, there's some guys to kind of get excited about on the Colts, but they're they're really lacking talent. They're not going to win many more games. They're probably a three or four win team. This is a huge win for Cincinnati, although they almost lost it to a bad team. But at least they're still in it. They're three and four. Division is probably out of reach, especially because they lost head-to-head to the Steelers. But they're 
The conference is potentially obtainable. Mixon needs to even get more involved, but he was, you know, it had a nice game, somewhat of a breakout game here. Um, but I think they need to lean on him even more. All right, a fun game. The Chargers fall in New England 21-13. Gordon broke off a long run early on. That was huge. Um, Brady continues to play extremely well. I thought Rivers was decent in this game, too. Um, I don't have a ton of takeaways from this one. I mean, this probably ends the Chargers season, more or less. They're at 3-5. and five. New England has some issues. I liked what they did with Burkhead. They got James White highly involved. Gronk scored yet again. Like I said, Brady's spreading it around. He's finding things to his liking. Those corners for the Chargers are good. The edge pass rush is really, really good. Um, but, you know, there's not a lot of harm in losing in San Diego or in New England. I mean, um, but again, the Chargers tend to find a way to lose games or the Patriots tend to find a way to win game. And that's what happened again in this instance is not that, I mean, there's obviously a skill to, hey, can you get the win or, you know, those type of things, things, but, but, but there's just can't seem to put together sustained success. And the Patriots always do. Bears fall in New Orleans 20-12. to 12. But this was a close game. Um, they, the Bears were able to play their formula, only let up 20 points. 22 carries for Jordan Howard. Big player, too, by Tariq Cohen. Trey McBride starting to step up as a potential receiver. Awful Miller injury, and it comes out today that they've thought about amputating his leg and making matters worse. They they returned they reviewed the touch or they re, overturned the touchdown after he got injured too and that was a big play in this game without question. Um I would say this is not the Saints best performance, but it's really a trend that the Bears you know, we talk on Monday, well, it wasn't their best performance, you know, it, it happened to be against the Bears. I mean, the Bears are a hard team to play against. When you allow them to hang around, and their defense is good enough that it allows them to hang around, you know. So, um, Breeze is playing really well, and the Bears have a long way to go. But I think this is a successful year for the Bears. I mean, is Trubisky um, ready for prime time? Not really, but he's getting valuable reps. Uh, they've won three games. They've got a good defense. They have very obvious needs in the offseason to attack. I would be excited if I'm a Bears fan. Play a lot of close games. It's okay if you lose them. It's fine. You know, it helps your draft status. Meanwhile, the Saints, are they a contender? Uh, maybe. I mean, okay. Certainly in the division. But, I mean, I'm talking about the NFC. I mean, could they be the potentially the best team in the NFC when it's all said and done? And uh, I, I could see it. I mean, I think the D is good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not sure it's great. You know, let's not get too carried away here. Falcons beat the Jets 25-20 in a game they could have lost, but thank God for them they didn't. I mean, you imagine what the backlash would be if you lose this one. Um, clearly, there's some issues here with, with the Falcons, but they ran the ball well, and the Jets aren't terrible. I mean, the Jets had, did some good things as well, some big plays to Robbie Anderson. McCown continues to move the football and be a starting NFL quarterback. Uh, the Jets' defense looks good at times, too. A guy like 
Darren Lee is starting to get better, and then Adams, and there's their defensive line is good. I mean, there's pieces falling into place, I guess, here too, more so than I would expected. You know, the day before Halloween, I I would did not expect the Jets to be able to compete in a game like this. I also didn't expect Atlanta to struggle like they have either. I thought they'd come back to earth a little, but not as much as they have. Um. We got the Niners losing bad in Philadelphia, as to be expected. And we, I think we all saw that coming. Um, Wentz is a stud and didn't have to do a whole lot in this game, you know, so uh, wasn't a ton asked of him and didn't really even play his best game. Alshon Jeffrey got free for a big play. The defense scored and constantly won at the line of scrimmage and harassed the Niners. Weather wasn't wonderful, of course. It wasn't as bad as we had expected, but it wasn't good. Um, so the Eagles are 7-1. and one. You know, This is kind of a business trip type of game. Blunt did some good things to handle your business against a lesser team, and that's what you know strong teams do. The Niners are massively rebuilding. I mean, there's just no other way around it. I'm getting back on this Panther train. Uh, they win 17-3 in Tampa. Luke Keekley comes back. The defense has been really, really good for Carolina. You know, guys like Bradbury are really good players all of a sudden. And the front is good and deep. And they're blitzing more. And Keekley's obviously the great equalizer and a tremendous guy to have around. Bucks D is a problem, man. I mean, you can't rush the passer. Heavy zone team. That's a bad combo. You know, like... If you're going to play a lot of zone and predictable zone coverages, you better be a really good pass rushing team. And they're a really bad pass rushing team. You know, Winston flashed here and Martin was okay. And, you know, but Panthers D is really good. Not a ton was needed out of Newton and company, but they delivered. With all respect to the Saints, who I was just talking about. I think the Panthers are probably the slightly better team of the two in terms of who's the best team in the NFC South. I think I'd go with Carolina on that. All right, what else is next on the slate? Ooh, best game of the week. Texans barely fall 38-41 in Seattle. And as you guys listened on Friday, I thought Seattle's going to blow their doors off. This should be Watson's exposed game. Texans in general would be in trouble and as usual, Watson threw five or six passes he absolutely shouldn't, and he does it every week. And the people that do this for a living are shocked that the stats bear out that he's been unbelievably lucky with, quote, interceptable passes that haven't. And you guys are going, come on, Williamson, would you give Watson a break? I mean, you've been on this guy since day one. Yeah, I mean, he's really good. I mean, he's really, really playing well. Um, those things still worry me, but his poise, his playmaking ability are all really legit. He helps the run game. He helps the protection. He helps the defense. He has a great feel for making plays late in the down. He's an amazing runner. He's throwing with better touch than I thought. Um, Hopkins is lighting the world on fire, and I never would have thought Hopkins could take one that distance like he did in this game. I didn't think he had that kind of speed. But it worked out. Um, Hopkins has been one of the absolute best receivers in the league. I thought Clowney was a total superstar in this game, too, without his two partners in crime. And he's going to have to be on that side of the ball. 
And with all respect to Clowney, and especially Watson, Russell Wilson stole the show, though. And there is a, a controversy here. Well, a, a conversation that late in the game here, O'Brien kind of took the ball out of Watson's hands and gave it back to Wilson, much as they did when they played the Patriots, and Brady came down and beat him, and Wilson came down and beat him, that he probably regrets that, and it's time to probably trust your rookie quarterback in these, these instances as opposed to setting up a star on the other side to come beat you. But boy, was Wilson a star, man. He played so well. The Seahawks running backs combined for negative one yards rushing in this game. It's crazy. Wilson threw for 452 yards and made plays constantly, under duress, touch, deep, short, all over the place. I mean, he's really been good, and... I think he's having his best year to date, healthier than last year. You know, some of his guys aren't even helping him all that much. I mean, Jimmy Graham, you're happy about him on your fantasy team, but he hasn't played all that well. A lot of drops, a lot of inconsistencies from him. Um, No running game, poor line play. D isn't quite what it used to be either, by the way. You know, it's kind of the, the secret no one's talking about. But... I think Wilson's in the MVP conversation right now. I mean, Texans are 5-2, and two, and he's a huge... He's the only reason why. I mean, he's the reason why. Um, again, I, I, I say too many negative things about Watson. I still have reservations about him. But what he's doing is very noteworthy and impressive. And the stats that he's putting up are insane for, you know, in terms of, like, rewriting the record books for rookies and how quarterbacks start their careers and craziness. I'm also coming around on the Cowboys. They beat the Redskins 33-19. I worry about the Redskins' big picture now. I mean, there's a lot of injuries there. The receivers aren't stepping up. The O-line's banged up. I think the the, the loss of first-round pick Allen was bigger than a lot of us realized, too. He's a really good interior pass rusher and impressive. Um, that I think that the, it's going to become sort of a middling, middle-of-the-road, less-than- uh, a slightly below average Redskins team from here on out where the Cowboys are good. You know, I mean, David Irving is making an impact. Lawrence is a stud. Secondary's okay and young and not bad. And the linebackers are st- continuing to make plays. Lee's healthy. That's gigantic. Elliott just keeps cranking it out. 150 yards on this game. Um, and, and the script really w- went in his favor for that as well. But Dallas is dictating scripts of the games again, which is... You know, what they did last year. And Dak's really good, man. I mean, he's better than I expected. I, I thought he would be good, not great. I never doubted him as a franchise quarterback going into this year or anything like that. But I thought he was due for a little bit of regression. He's been phenomenal. I mean, I don't think people talk about how good a player he's become in a really, really short time, obviously. So I think that the arrows are really going different directions for these two NFC East teams. Last game... Uh, Steelers edge out the Lions 20-15 to on Sunday Night Football. Lions did a really good job of limiting Bell and Brown. As a result, though, Smith-Schuster breaks out, and part of it was because it was an unbelievably, uh, not fluky, but a 97-yard touchdown is going to pad your stats a little, <laughs> you know, clearly. I thought Stafford was the best player in the game, though. I thought he played really, really well. Um, threw some great balls. Steelers didn't rush the passer as well as they have. They they rushed three a high percentage of the time, which I didn't understand. I still think this defense is really good for Pittsburgh, and there's some questions now about their pass defense because they, 
you know, they got shredded for 423 yards, although it's amazing. He's The guy throws for 423 yards, but no touchdowns. So five field goals for the Lions. I mean, that was a huge... I mean, the big stories here are the juju, crazy 97-yard uh, catch and run, as well as the inability or uh, for of the Lions in the red zone or the Steelers stepping up in the red zone. They were a real bend-but-don't-break type of defense in this one, and they allowed more big plays than they have. But I think a lot of it's just because Stafford was really, really good in this game. thought his receivers played well, too. Marvin Jones had a really nice game. Um, it's a big loss, though, for the Lions. You know, that coming off a bye, you know, the bye is now in your back, in the back window, and you're 3-4. and four. Minnesota's clearly the better team in the division. I guess you're probably still the second-best team in the division. I mean, ugh. Division is, I don't know. I mean, who's better, the Lions or the Bears? I mean, I don't think that's a crazy talk. And the Packers are probably right in that same tier. But I don't see them as a contender. Um, a win here would have gone a real long way. But a loss here hurts. And, you know, at home. Uh, the Steelers, meanwhile, wasn't pretty. I didn't think Roethlisberger played very well yet again. Uh, Bell and Brown were sort of slowed, but the others stepped up. And the defense was... Picked on, that's for sure, and allowed a lot of yardage. But I'm also pretty sold on their defense. They're in really good shape as they enter their bye. And they're really healthy. Um, they're 6-2. and two. Schedule's not real hard going forward. The Steelers are in real good shape. So, that's going to do it. Fun stuff as always. We will do power ranks tomorrow. See ya.